Indiana basketball defeats Louisville 74 to 66. And this was by far the best game of the season. You are locked on Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked On Hoosiers podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which is your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash college and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy with prize picks. Indiana defeats Louisville 74-66, to and my goodness, Indiana did it. They beat a team. Um, they tried to blow it at the end. They tried to, to let Louisville come back and beat them, but we learned a lot about this Indiana team, and this was by far their best game of the season. Indiana wins 74-66 to after being up by five at the half. Could have been more, should have been more. Louisville went on a nice run in the second half, but Indiana never quit. They never gave up, right? They kept fighting, and they come in, come back in the second half, and they defeat Louisville 74-66 to to take third at the Empire Classic. Let's take a look at some of the stats. We always do. We break down the scoring, uh, all the stats from Indiana and from some of the uh, some of the opponents as well. And looking at the starters, this typical five starters, Renew, Mbaka, Ware, Galloway, and Johnson. Renew had 12 points, but we're going to talk about that 12 points in just a second because in the first half, he was pretty much non-existent. Um, don't really know what happened there. Don't know where he went. And for a while, if Indiana had lost this game and he didn't step up in the second half, that's what this episode was going to be about. But he did. He stepped up in the second half and had a much better performance. Mackenzie Mbako had four points. We'll talk about that. Khalil Ware had 12. Solid. I think could be better. Louisville defended him really, really well. As, again, we're going to see teams do that night in and night out. But Khalil Ware was 5 of 11 from the floor, 2 of 3 from the free throw line, had seven total rebounds, which is good. That's what you want to see from him. I'd like to see even more. I think he can see and get even more. And there were some times where Louisville grabbed some offensive boards that I think is on Indiana. But overall, Khalil Ware had a solid game. Xavier Johnson, I think, played really, really well also, uh, two of four from the field, one of one from three. Uh, I think that was the only three that Indiana made. It was. They were one for 11. Uh, but the majority of his points came from the free throw line. He was nine of 12 with the charity stripe. That's awesome. We love that. We absolutely love that. Your guard getting to the free throw line and making them when he gets there. He also had four rebounds. He also led your team in assists, which, again, is Perfect. That is what you want from A, your point guard, and B, from your point guard in Xavier Johnson, who is your facilitator of this team. Had five assists to just two turnovers. That beats the two-to-one turnover ratio, which I think is perfect for point guards. That's what a good point guard should be, two assists for every turnover. And he did that. Had five assists for two turnovers and the 14 total points, right? But the story here 
is what your bench did. Your bench played extremely well for the first time all season long. You had, and guys got some minutes in this game, which I think is important to note too. Banks with four points. Sparks with a big nine points. Walker, Anthony Walker with 11 big points. And then CJ Gunn, my guy, had six points as well with a couple of nice finishes. Gabe Cups didn't have anything, but didn't play a ton. Um, and again, I'm still seeing some young freshman tendencies with him, but I still like the young guy. But the bench saved you in this game if you're Indiana. And I mean, absolutely saved you. They scored combining with Banks, Sparks, Walker, and CJ Gunn. That is 10, 21, 30 of your 74 points. Think about that. That is really, really good. 30 of your 74 points came off the bench. That That is not going to happen night in and night out. If it does, then Indiana's got something. Then Indiana is going to be a really good team moving forward. But I don't think we can bank on that. But we can we can appreciate it while it's happening, right? We can absolutely appreciate it while it is happening. And I really liked the energy, the movement, the just the pace of play when the bench got in. And a lot of times, it was three or four of them at a time with one starter. I think Trey Galloway was in there a lot of times uh, with some of these guys, or maybe even Xavier Johnson was in there. When Mbako got in foul trouble early in the first half, right? He sat. Overall, this was Indiana's best game by far of the season. Not even close. Best game. Now, was it perfect? No. Was it pretty for 40 minutes? No, it was not. Especially in that second half where Louisville went on a little bit of a run and they went up and they were up by five to seven points pretty consistently there for a little bit. And we were all thinking it, right? We're like, oh no, here we go. Indiana blew it. They're not going to come back and they're going to lose. They're going to lose a winnable game, but they didn't. Indiana did not quit. Indiana did not give up. I liked their body language a lot better in this game. I liked their mentality better in this game and their fight man they actually cared in this game and it showed when they came back and won now it helps when you have a big run to end the game as well and defense was a big part of that but overall Indiana should be proud of this performance that's a good Louisville team that's a good Louisville team that took a top 20 Texas team down to the wire in their first game there at the Empire Classic, and it took a buzzer beater from Texas to win. And I think Indiana should be thankful that you played Louisville and not Texas. I don't know how that game would have gone. But if Indiana played today, like they would, if they would have played Texas and they played the same way they did in this game, then they would have been fine, right? They would have been fine against Texas. Will they have won? I don't know. But regardless, they played Louisville. They played a talented Louisville team. And they won the basketball game. Some quick stats for the cards real quick. Um, you had 19 from Clark. Uh, that guy is just, he's a stud, man. He, he didn't shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, five of 15 for him, two of nine from three-point land, and hit seven of nine from the free throw line. Uh, their only other starter in double digits was White, uh, who had 10. It was Johnson off the bench that gave him a little spark. And then 
for whatever reason, at the end of the game, Louisville just decided to go away from him. I don't understand why. He was the reason that Louisville took a lead, right? I mean, he came in and gave them a spark and, and let them go on a run, and then they just went away from him. So kind of weird, kind of confusing, but either way, Indiana played a good game. They should be proud of this performance. I think they should be proud of themselves coming out of New York City, and you can start to look forward to some tough games coming up in the next couple of weeks. Coming up on Locked on Hoosiers, we'll break down this some more. We'll look at the first half. We'll look at some players who really played well, some tendencies, things that worked, some things that maybe didn't work, and how Indiana can build off of this big win over Louisville moving forward. We'll talk about that in just a second. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. My job uses LinkedIn all the time. I connect with a bunch of people on LinkedIn. Uh, you can update your resumes and all that, and it's perfect for a small business looking to hire people using LinkedIn. You can do it in two or three easy steps. It is super, super simple. It takes you five minutes. You're in and out, and you're you're on. You're ready to go. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience, so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Want to remind you as well what Locked On has done, something really, really cool. Uh, they have launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. It is super cool. Go check it out. Go subscribe. They've had great numbers and great success so far, um, and I really do encourage you to go to that Locked On Sports today if you're on YouTube. So go check that out. Every day, 24-7, it's always running. There's always something on there, so go and check that out. Indiana defeats Louisville 74-66. to Why were they so successful? That's the question. What did they do in this game that they haven't done in other games, right? Well, let's break it down a little bit. The first half, Indiana was just rolling. It was a sloppy first half both ways, right? This was a... A sloppy game, lots of turnovers, lots of fouls, lots of missed shots. I mean, you look at the look at the numbers for the game. Louisville shot 35%, and Indiana shot 45%. Now, Louisville hit some threes. They hit five of them, but took 19. And so 26%, I'm fine with that, especially from what we've seen so far this season for Indiana defending the three-point line. Of course, the Hoosiers made one. Xavier Johnson made one. The team shot 11 of them. And for those of you at home that are not math majors uh, and not good at math like myself, that is a good 9% from the three-point line. So, again, 
when Indiana was trailing in this game, my concern was, I don't think they can come back because Indiana can't shoot the three. Uh, they just can't. They Indiana cannot shoot the three. I was hoping Trey Galloway would be that guy. He just hasn't been. He hasn't been that guy. And so, for now, Indiana just needs to quit shooting threes. Good at the free throw line. 34 attempts. We'll take that all day. You make 25 of them. Okay, right? You outscore Louisville by four at the free throw line. Uh, you shoot 73%. They shoot 72 So, whatever. You win the rebounding battle, which is huge because you got dominated by UConn, right? You've been dominated before. You win the rebounding battle, which is huge. Now, Louisville had eight offensive rebounds. I don't love that. Don't love that at all. But you had seven. So winning the rebounding battle is huge in a game like this where, for the most part, Indiana had the size advantage. Not all the time and not at all positions, but for the most part, Indiana had the size advantage here. This is a number that I love on offense. 18 assists, okay? 18 assists on 24 made shots. That is winning basketball. That is how you win in the game of basketball. Almost every bucket you made came off of an assist. That is what you're supposed to do. That means Indiana was moving the basketball and actually running some plays. And if you watch the game, they were right? They were running some plays and moving some offense, right? And moving the ball and actually running some plays. And it worked. I know you didn't make all your shots and I know you didn't make as many as you would want to, but you got 53 shots off and you made 24. You're at least getting shots up, right? There's been times this year where Indiana goes 20, 24 seconds and doesn't even get a shot off. And when they do, it's a bad shot. Indiana took a lot of good shots in this game. They didn't make them, but they made. They took a lot of good shots. And so moving forward, if Indiana continues to do this and head coach Mike Woodson continues to have these types of plays and run this type of offense, they're eventually going to start going down because so far this season, Indiana is a terrible shooting team. I mean, they are, they're a bad shooting team, but they finally took good shots. And if you do that consistently, that's going to pay off for you down the road. I love 18 assists. You force turnovers. It was tied in the turnover battle, but I think you I think you took advantage of them. Indiana did better than Louisville, especially in that late run for the Hoosiers. So overall, this was a good game for the Hoosiers, offensively and defensively. You ran plays on offense. You moved the ball with purpose. You crashed the board. You got it inside. It took a while for Khalil Ware to get going. And Malik Renu just waited till 10 minutes left in the game to show up. But he did, right? He finally showed up and it worked out. And he was a big part on why Indiana won this basketball game. I don't know why it took him that long, but it did. But then he showed up and everything was fine. Xavier Johnson had a good game. And then all your bench points, man. I really, really loved what I saw from the guys on the bench. I mean, you just, you cannot, you cannot overlook and not talk about what Caleb Banks did and what Sparks did and what Anthony Walker, he, Anthony Walker, let me just talk, let me just say this, because I said I was coming back to McKenzie and Baco as well, who got an early foul trouble and didn't play most of the first half. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. 
Because McKenzie Mbaka is hurting you right now. He's hurting you as a starter right now. Anthony Walker is six foot eight. He can hold his own at that position. Guess how tall McKenzie Mbaka is? He's six foot eight. And Anthony Walker plays with aggression. Anthony Walker plays with passion. Walker wants to be out there and doesn't get disengaged and just running up and down the floor. Mackenzie Ibaka is running for fun right now. He's running for fun, and he's a waste of a starting spot. Do I think that could be the case down the road? No, because I think he's going to be a really good basketball player. He's just not ready. He's not ready. And what I saw from Walker in this game against Louisville, he is ready. He wants to be there. Give him that starting spot. I think you are a better team with him on the floor right now. I just do. I think you're a better team with Walker on the floor instead of Mbaco. I just, that's what I think. That's how I feel. And I don't know how long head coach Mike Woodson is going to let McKenzie Mbaco start because he's just not giving you anything. He's just not giving you a whole lot. He's still getting lost on defense. He's not doing anything on offense, and he's just kind of there. When you've got a guy going off for, I know this was his best game by far for Walker, but he just looks better. He looks more comfortable, and he's got that experience, so good for him. But Mike Woodson has talked about guys earning it, and if you don't do things the right way, you're not going to be getting minutes. What is Walker not doing? And what is what is Mbako doing that he's not? I, I don't get it. I think he's getting starting time over due to potential rather than production so far this season. But could it be a situation where if you, you know, if you bench Mbako, does he just fold, right? Does he fold like a lawn chair and you don't ever get anything out of him and he never reaches his potential? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I'm not at practice. I have no idea. I hope not. And maybe that's the message he needs to be. Like, oh, okay. I need to I need to get it going because I'm not a starter anymore. That's my two cents. And I think, I just don't think Mbako is a starter on this team right now. And there's some really good opponents in Indiana's about to face where he's going to be even more of a non-factor. And the, Indiana can't afford that. The bench was huge today in this game against Louisville. And guys like Walker and Sparks, how about him? How about Sparks? He played some physical minutes, too. Those guys love Indiana. You can already see it. They love Indiana. They love the game of basketball, and they like to win. And that's what I love, man. That's what I love. And so I think McKenzie and Baco getting in foul trouble early, I think it benefited this team. And I know that's crazy. But I think it's true. Indiana defeats Louisville 74 to 66 in the best game so far this year. What's next? Right? You're done with the Empire Classic. You're out of New York City. What's coming up next? And how can Indiana build off of a win that very easily could have been a loss? That's coming up in just a second. But today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by Prize Picks. If you guys don't know this yet, Prize Picks is. One of my favorites, man. I use prize picks every single day. It's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. You pick all sorts of different combinations from NBA to NHL to, to MLB when it's in season. Anything going on. They got gaming you can bet on, like professional video games. Crazy, I know. 
you pick combinations and you pick point totals, assist totals, field goal totals for football, whatever. You pick combinations between two and six and you pick more than or less than on those picks. It's as simple as that. Takes two minutes, throw a little parlay together and see what you can win, right? Prize picks. Uh, now with basketball season, you can pick a combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league. So be sure that you check that out. For example, you can pick LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10 and a half point combo of three pointers made and receptions. Really, really cool there. Uh, you can um, you can have quick withdrawals on prize picks, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. I check it every day. I literally do. I check it every day and I love prize picks. It is, it's just so easy and it's so much fun. So go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Well, Indiana defeats Louisville 74 to 66. But where do we go from here, right? Where does this team go from this point? You have one loss on the year. You're a four and one basketball team. Your only loss is to number five, UConn. You now have one more. I'm not calling it a cupcake game because Indiana has yet to play in one of those because Indiana has not handled business like they were supposed to in these types of games. You have one more tune-up game we'll call it we'll call it a tune-up game against harvard that is uh two days after after thanksgiving so that's coming up this weekend and then you get into early big 10 play right on december 1st to start off the month you get maryland at home in bloomington so good thing is you get to come home and play two more games at home before you have to make an actual road game trip but you look at Harvard, uh, they're four and one. Nothing super crazy on their on their resume. They've beaten Rice, UMass, uh, but they lost to Boston College, and they're going to play Colgate before they play the Hoosiers. So Indiana will play Harvard on the twenty sixth, and then you uh, let's see. Then you come home for Maryland, and. That's your Big Ten opener. Maryland has not been overly impressive by any means at this point of this recording. They are one and three. So Indiana should feel good about themselves in that game. Then you go on the road to Michigan, a team that has a loss, a not good loss on the schedule. I know it's at Ann Arbor, but Indiana should be feeling kind of good. They can use this Louisville game to really start getting things going. Your confidence should be really, really high right now. It should be really high because think about if, if Indiana had lost this game against Louisville, right? Think about if they had lost this game, they would be on a two game losing streak. You're more than likely going to turn around and beat Harvard, but can't assume anything. And then you open up big 10 play and you haven't had that win yet, right? You haven't had that moment where you just felt good about a 40 minute performance. I think this Louisville game was that I think that's what this was for the Hoosiers. They should feel good about themselves. They won this basketball game, and they beat Louisville. This was not Army or Wright State or Florida Gulf Coast where 
yeah, you won the game, but you didn't really feel like you won the game. You won this game over Louisville. And it took a 40-minute effort to do it, but that's okay. You had a lead at the half. You got punched in the mouth early in the second half. You were down for a lot of it late, and then you made a big run. And you had defense with the zone that Mike Woodson put in, which I didn't love to start, but Indiana figured it out, so good for them. And it worked. And you beat a solid Louisville team. Build off of this. You absolutely should be able to build from this. You can take care of Harvard at home, and then you have your Big Ten opener at home. They're in Assembly Hall. There's no reason this team should not have confidence offensively and defensively. And I'm just, I'm going to say it again. I think the rotations have to change. I do. I think the rotations have to change. I think McKenzie and Baku needs to be better. I think Trey Galloway needs to be better because as far as I know, Galloway is your only real shooter. And he had two points. Had two points the whole game on one of seven shooting. Didn't hit a three. He was 0 for 4. Didn't get to the free throw line. Had a couple of assists. Had some four rebounds and two steals. But again, he's another non-factor on offense in this game. The Hoosiers can't afford that. We can't. We cannot afford that. I don't know who steps up. I don't know who you put in his place. I think you leave him. I think he's fine. But my guy, CJ Gunn, had another good game today. He had six points on three of seven shooting. And man, that guy can fly. That guy can fly, and he is everywhere on the basketball floor. It's kind of crazy. I love it. I absolutely love it when CJ Gunn is in the game because He knows he has limited minutes right now, and he takes advantage of every second that he is on the basketball floor. So I'm not saying start him over Trey Galloway, but Galloway's got to do something. He's got to play consistent. That's the big word that comes to mind when I watch this Indiana team. And when you watch individuals play, inconsistency is a major, major issue right now. Because we've talked about this, right? One night, Khalil Ware has a good night. One day, Malik Renew has a good night. One day, Xavier Johnson has a good night. One day, Trey Galloway is going to have a good night. He already has. All that's got to come together, right? If all that comes together, you can see the talent on this in, in this Hoosiers team, man. They are good. There is stupid talent on this team. On the starting five and off the bench, you just got to get all that to come together. And it's early. It is. It's still early in the season but your schedule just gets harder from here. It only gets harder. You have your your Big Ten opener against Maryland. You have on the road at Michigan. You play Auburn down in Atlanta. That's not easy. You have Kansas still in your non-conference schedule. You've got to find ways to put all this together, but I think offensively you can build on the ball movement, you can build on your bench points, and you can build off of Malik Renu showing up late and still being that guy. Xavier Johnson having a good game, and Khalil Ware fighting through a tough game and tough matchups against the Cards. And defensively, I think you can build on your zone defense that really shut Louisville down late. I think you can build on your rotations on defense and you didn't give up a ton of wide-open threes. And overall, you get to build off a nice win. This is a nice win. Is Louisville going to be an NCAA tournament team? I don't know. I think that's a I think that's a good question. Probably not. I don't know though. 
I mean, their three losses are Chattanooga, Texas, and Indiana. Two of those are good losses. The other one, not so much. My guess is probably no. Probably not a, a tournament team, but still a solid team in the ACC. Their schedule's tough, too. God, their schedule's tough. But overall, Indiana played their best game of the year. You have things to work on, but you got better in this game. And most importantly, you got the win. You got the W, and now you can move on. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and then start playing some more basketball. Huge win for Indiana. I'm proud of them. I'm happy about it. Nice to talk about a win again here on the show. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much to the everydayers who are here nonstop, constantly um, engaging with, with Twitter or X, right? And engaging in the comments on YouTube. I love it. I love seeing uh, and hearing what you all have to say. And so continue to do that. Like and subscribe on YouTube. Like the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Helps us out tremendously. Uh, any podcasting platform you're on, subscribe. Turn the notifications on so you know when new episodes go live. We'll have new shows every day this week. I know it's Thanksgiving, but we'll have stuff to talk about with college basketball and the Hoosiers. Don't you worry. And the Hoosiers, they get another big win. And I'm excited to continue talking about it as we get through Thanksgiving week. Some big games coming up for Indiana. So, Check us out. Be sure to, again, like and subscribe. Go check out the, the new channel on YouTube, uh, Locked On Sports Today. Really, really cool thing that Locked On is doing. So go check that out. Subscribe to them on YouTube as well. And until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.